On today's episode of Solana Made Easy, we covered everything that has to do with the current dust pump, what we anticipate the dust price action will look like going into the Utes Mint on Friday, as well as if we believe that all these crazy names actually filled out that Utes application. We covered a variety of different things following this with other utility tokens, where we feel some other funds may go following Utes and what catalysts are needed in the market to sustain 100k daily volume when it comes to the Solana ecosystem. We ended today's show discussing everything around Hades swap, the pseudo swap comparison for the Soul NFT ecosystem created by HGE, a large Solana whale who recently released their ABC project, which has a 0% royalty, as well as what royalties mean to a project. Project. Do projects need them to sustain value? And overall, where can a project go with those royalty values if they are at zero? If you want to catch the episodes live, tune in at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday. But let's get into the episode. What is going on, Solana ecosystem? We've had an electric 72 hours since we last spoke. Couldn't be happier to be back. Shout out everyone rocking with us as always. Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time for another episode of Solana Made Easy. Shout out the full stage of speakers already. I know we got a bunch of requests, so we'll be cycling in and out today. Ton of things to cover. We saw damn near everybody hit that Utes list with a wild follower count. I don't know how many of them actually filled out the application, but we can get into that for sure. Seems like utility token season is here. If somebody could pump my scumbags, my sin bags, my MILF bags, it would be delightful. Ton of projects kicking off. Looks like we finally got a pseudo swap competitor launching on Seoul. Couldn't be any more excited to be here with you all. Breaking it all down, chopping it all up. Hope you enjoyed the outcast vibes as always. Ray, I heard you have some comments. Don't disrespect me like that. Huge outcast stand over here. Before we get into some of these hands. No, not you, not you, not you. These little young boys, they don't know nothing, nothing about, about Outcast, it, bro. 2002, that's at least three years before Nugget was born, so you know we had to bring it back, some old-school jams. Frisk, running man, how are you? How's it going, Isaac? All right, happy new week. Um, yeah, I can, um, I can pump the MILF bags if you want to, if you need MILF bags pumping. Um, quite happy to do that. Um, hey, yep. <laughs> um, we, we might be flipping like an Olymp Olympic gymnast at the moment. I tell you, um, a lot, lot, of, lot of markets moving up and down, a lot of, lot of flips to be made. So I'm quite happy about that. Um, I have noticed starting to look at Solon Art, man. <laughs> Solon Art starting to get some listings, man. Um, they've got to be fooled about now um, with the zero fees. So yeah, um, starting to see some boys appearing. I've started appearing on Solois, so um. Definitely starting to get some boys on Solon Art now, starting to come into the trading plan a little bit. No, absolutely, bro. It's uh, We just opened up the uh, the voice chat for Nifty Soul Trade, so that's been electric. We got a bunch of people talking trades, getting volume, getting excited. I'm hyped to just talk through it all. Man, voice chats, severely underrated, I got to say. I know Tayo voice chats got to be one of the most active. I know Ray's been pumping some fire voice chats. I've heard of a... Project Paradise and a couple others from Running Man. But before we dive into it, Frisk, how are you? Easy, man. Good to good to be back. It's it's always nice after a long weekend of, of news. Um, I, I'm doing pretty good. I'm about to order some fat bastards. Right, I don't know if you guys have fat bastards in uh, like America. What is that? You guys have that? Okay, it's a burrito place, but long, that's that's really it. But anyways, um, yeah, no, uh, things have been crazy. I I've been super stoked to see the hundred thousand soul volume we reached on on Solana. Super nice to see. Um, 
there's a crazy mint that popped off on ETH yesterday. I'm sure you saw it. Digi Daigoku went from 7 ETH last night to over 16 ETH this morning. Absolutely insane when you think that's like the market cap of most Solana projects put together. Um, but it was a, a huge, huge pump up. I see you raise rock and some commoners. I really, really want to get into some of those as well. And uh, like on that side of things. But we also had a pretty electric weekend on Seoul. Like Shrimps did, I think, a 10x, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we saw ABCs have some action here. I'm looking at something on Magic Eden right now that I think went from like 10 to 20 instantly. It's called Soul Bookie. I don't know anything about it, but we, we've had some pretty crazy cooks going on at Solana and like almost triple the volume, which is so, so nice to see. Blocks with that 81. D Gods literally jumping 100 soul in the span of 24 hours. Insane, 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 insane to see. It's, it's, it's nice. You know, with markets tanking and going down, we, we don't get this kind of excitement. So I'm happy to see it. Nah, man, it's been electric. That sold bookies play seems like people are getting a little bit excited here for a football season. I anticipate some more plays to kick off with that. It'll be wild to see. Uh, I know that there's a ton of other things kind of cooking here. Speaking of, we saw ABC catch volume after HGE started tweeting about Hades swap, which seems like it's going to be that pseudo swap competitor, some instant liquidity for those illiquid JPEGs of ours. I'm hyped to cover some of that, but I want to hit a few of these hands. I know Nuggets had his hand up for a while. Haven't heard from the kid in a minute. Nugget, what's going on? Great. Awesome. Probably still in class. Delightful. Ray, what's happening? Yo, so I hold like a huge bag of these ABCs, right? Um, for someone who's not from ETH, right? Even though I got an ETH PSP, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um, what the hell is pseudo swap? Bro, so PseudoSwap is a way that you can deposit NFTs and the accompanying collateral. So on PseudoSwap, it's ETH. Uh, HadesSwap, it'll be Soul. And actually, it establishes like a fixed floor price that you can sell your NFT into and get instant liquidity off of. So that's like net new, I think you could call it here. So it's uh, it's going to provide an opportunity for when you're struggling to find instant liquidity, take a trade basically slightly under floor and make that swap you know so uh it's gonna allow for instant getting in, in and out of plays allow you to kind of make some quick trades if needed uh for whatever that lp is while people who provide the royalties and the, the liquidity for it gain a kickback in solana hope that made sense in the macro i just worry about i mean it, it used tweeted he's tweeted a lot today you guys and, you know, this price has run up to like 8.2, 8.3. You know, it's sitting at 60, scale back to 6.9 already. And I just wonder if this collection is just like locked in a range here. And I don't, does it break 10? I don't know. You use give a lot, he's fired a lot of ammo today, man. And um, he, he still hasn't broke out. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of trades are molding this. I think this, this is, is, is keeping in a really sort of like tight range at the moment. So I don't. It's gonna it's gonna take the utility to the utility to actually to actually start moving this collection in my opinion. No, nah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they keep teasing like no team, no no plans, no roadmap, etc. But it seems like there is a a back end plan. We keep hearing about these wizards. We've seen two Twitters now kick off with one two three X NFT, and we've seen Haiti Swap launch their Twitter. So we don't have set dates on when those are releasing. I'm hearing it's gonna be before the end of the month. That's a good sign for me, getting instant liquidity somewhere. I think we've seen that it's pretty damn clear there is a lot of volume in the market still. People are sidelined waiting for these quality plays. Catching that 100K volume yesterday was wild to me. You usually have like 
lower downturns in volume uh, on the weekend. And it seems like that was the complete opposite yesterday. So I'm all for it. I think we're also seeing all-time highs in volume on all kinds of utility tokens. We're seeing dust over three and a half right now. We're seeing forge pump. We've seen scrap kick off. Even puff found a little bit of a run. I'm out of almost all of those. I think I'd have to double check, but I think all of those aside from my 375 for the Ute Mint, which I'm now riding for free. Overall, man, it's uh, it's great. I'm hyped for the market. This volume is extremely, extremely healthy. And for me, a great sign for the overall ecosystem, knowing that the funds are still around. I wanted to pass it down to Droopy. Droopy, what's happening? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty excited what's been going on and whatnot. But do you think uh, uh, Dust will uh, flip ApeCoin? I don't know if you think that or not, but... Uh, it's tough to say. Uh, I think it could in just finite value. It's tough from like a market cap standpoint because um, that's still like a 20x. But I don't know what will happen longer term. We still have a few days leading up to this mint. If Frank's going to do anything, man, I think there's still a few surprises in store that we could catch here uh, where some of this liquidity is going to continue to play into it. And I think we're still going to see a run up much like the ApeCoin situation going into mint. I got PH waving like a madman. PH, what's happening? Yo, um... Yeah, Dust. I mean, I saw some crazy stuff going around on Twitter. I've seen some stuff on Binance's official website about Dust, about how to buy it, etc. It just looks like it's very exciting times with stuff coming out here and there on Twitter. And um, I guess we'll just have to wait for the announcement for it to all be official. But yeah, I just want to know your takes on that. Central exchanges for Dust. What do we think? Binance actually does that with a variety of tokens. I know Paladin shared with me the Puff and Scrap how to buys. So it's not just a couple things here. It seems like they do that for almost all tokens. But it was good to see because this is now drawing even more interest. So I think marketing-wise, it's a good thing. But Paladin, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just sweeping my floor, trying to get all the dust I can get. I've been shilling dust at $1, $2, three dollars yesterday even frank was like yo chill 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 dude i'm up this shit went up by 60 cents dude like i think dust goes even higher like i think that pico micro nano top might be on the third or fourth of september because then comes out the d gods announcement but other than that i think dust can just go like like rocket absolutely crazy yeah, it seemed like my uh, my timeline's been extremely bullish, which most of the time for me, that's an indication that I want to get out uh, when everyone's hyper, hyper bullish. So exactly I'm not too right. mad being out. I'm not too mad sitting on just the Utes money at this point. want to hit a few of these other hands. Running man, what's going on? Then we're going to pass to JS and Tom. I mean, I mean, in my experience in markets, when you start seeing euphoria, it's definitely time to start thinking about um, selling the bag, to be fair. I mean, you know, when you've seen top grade influencers and that, telling you to buy it... Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's overbought, man. I don't know. You know, they're saying there's not enough wallets that have got dust into mint, but then there's like wallets that have got huge amounts ready to dump um, on this sort of like, like timeline. And mo and like you'll find that this time on people start front running it. Um, I don't know if we've got the peak here. To be fair, I mean, I'm not not an expert in trading SPL currencies, but I do know when when euphoria starts to it, it's probably the time to start thinking to sell. To be fair. No, I completely agree. It's uh, It'll be interesting to see. I do think that there's still a little bit more room to run on it just because we haven't gotten to Utes yet. And honestly, man, if there's anything that D-Gods have shown time and time again, there tends to be delays. If this gets delayed, that's just going to give more runway well, room for the token. I was, in, I was in Alex's space last night, and there was 
you know, that's talking about the timeline, and there was some hesit- there was some hesitation there from Sol Sorcerer on the timeline, like um, you know, just in insinuating that maybe that it might be delayed, and um, that could cause you know, that could cause some havoc as well. No, hundred percent, and I think that could be a big enough catalyst to uh, get a little bit more liquidity running into dust. It seems like there's also a lot of people on the timeline who may be priced out at the moment. We've gone from a sixteen soul mint up to about a forty soul mint right now. And the best part about it, no one's complaining at the high price cost because it's uh, it's been kind of fixed for an extended period of time here. Tom, what's happening? Yeah, um, I think I'm going to have those three days of an hour if there's going to be a dip because I, I, I'm in a lot of ETH circles too and I just think those dudes who aren't fully sold on Utes or didn't get a Utes list may play the token a little bit more. And if that gets delayed, I could see those guys taking profit. And I have a feeling that most of the guys holding bags are of the token that aren't in D-Gods are probably cross-chain at best or ETH. Um, they just seem to play the tokens a little bit more than we do. And I'm definitely looking for a swing trade there after the Utes Mint because at some point there has to be like a retrace, even if it just bounces back and goes up. And I'm definitely keeping my eye on that. And this bear, it seems like too good of an opportunity to – to not at least monitor pretty closely. Um, and I think that's something people who are priced out of you should, should look into is, is there's a lot of stuff in the ecosystem that is going to be, you know, kind of like a shockwave from what happens this week. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for smaller bags to make some money here. So I hope people aren't just sleeping who are priced out. No, I like that kind of call out too. It's uh, it's something here, man, where a lot of those ETH traders tend to play into the tokens a lot more. It's just, that's also just part of like the higher liquidity. So I don't think it's a bad thing seeing all this liquidity finally kind of enter SPL tokens and people realizing that there's instant liquidity to get in and out of plays on it and an opportunity to kind of make those moves. So I'm going to be keeping a close eye on it, watching the overall volume charts, what's going on with it and where it goes. Uh, I think a lot of people have a lot of eyes on things at the current moment with dust. So what it shapes up to be going into mint, I expect that run up, but I'm a little bit nervous for that price action during mint. Uh, like we saw with ApeCoin, that thing cratered once mint happens. But what has been running? Don't you think he's that? I mean, you know, we made it into one of the biggest liquidity secondary volume markets that we've Solana has ever seen. And people are going to want the currency, in, you know, basically want the currency in Solana, basically. <laughs> to, to trade this market. I mean, I, I can't see anybody holding anything but Solana seeing as you start hitting on second. No, absolutely, man. And um, It's also, dude, depending on like how they roll this out, what happens here if somehow there's like only dust buys on secondary or they only allow... Oh, shit. Like, yeah, then like, <laughs> oh, shit. So this thing takes off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-oh. And that's... You can't, you can't rule it out. We've seen crazier shit come out of D-Gods, uh, but let's see what happens here. JS, what's going on? Yeah, I got I got a little kind of a little bit of a thought train here, if you would let me kind of go a bit. But um, you know, I think we're seeing with dust how volume I mean look how liquidity brings volume into the market. And the more volume there is, the more liquidity is, and it's kind of a self revolving kind of circle there, right? And I think HGE was a very smart person to recognize this and said, Hey, we need some more liquidity in Solana. And, you know, without volume and without liquidity when we are in this kind of 35k range like everyone's like holy shit man I, if i get into this nft when am i ever getting out no one's gonna buy it for me and you know that's what i think this pseudo swap on solana is, is meant to do and um this leads me to kind of where i think the future of nfts is going to be where i really think it will be utility tokens um you know you will have a collection but with utility tokens you know they're 
is usually if you can build the ecosystem for it, a lot of volume and liquidity around it. And there are a lot of people who, you know, are whales and stuff who much prefer liquidity tokens. I mean, uh, utility tokens, just because you can get in and out with such large amounts of capital compared to a normal NFT. And that's kind of like my kind of trade off with this. And I really think over the course of the next coming months, we see a lot of projects bring back the utility tokens that we used to just shit, shit on, you know, for, oh, it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, it's on you to build something for it. Um, but, you know, if you do, then you'll get rewarded. No, I think that's a big thing, too. It's like when we look at some stuff here that's going on, especially with this like kind of trend going on, we're going to see other utility tokens play into this. Typically, when these metas start to gain traction, other projects kind of piggyback onto it. We do also still have the Tile Pilots Mint coming up, which that's going to be in Scrap. We also have Graphite launching. That's one-to-one -one in Scrap. Considering some of those things, it's, uh, there's a lot of opportunity for some of these other tokens that I'm starting to eye a little bit more and really start to figure out like where is there certain entries. I enjoy the instant liquidity a lot more. I don't have to sit here and bag hold. Uh, I know I've caught myself in that situation one too many times. So I'm hoping that things like this Hades swap also provide that opportunity with NFTs to get in and out very quickly. I want to pass it over to Distant Penguin. Penguin, what's going on? Hey, what's going on tonight? Easy. No, I just, I'm really excited to see what uh what hype can do for a project i think we're reminded a lot of uh what it means in a bull market to see it in a bear market is it's pretty incredible on a on a run like this and uh i i wanted to ask you've got a couple uh tios up here on your space if we're gonna finally see you were talking about voice chat earlier uh if we're gonna finally see some of those guys in the tile voice chat capitulate on over to the youth's voice chat Tough to say. I mean, they have an allegiance to that Tayo VC. It's made a lot of them a lot of money. So it's a little bit harder for them to leave where the money's flowing. I wanted to pass it over to PH and then up to Sweeper. PH, what's going on? Yeah, um, I just wanted to comment on the amount of dust that we're seeing in wallets. I think a lot of people are using the fact that we aren't seeing enough like dust in everyone's wallets as an aspect of dust still has room to like squeeze. And I'm not saying it doesn't, but I think that a lot of people are forgetting that there are a lot of degod holders that have degod stakes and dead god stakes and that is just accumulating dust that they might not have claimed yet so i think that's like something that you should always take into an account um when considering that no i think that's a good call i mean we're seeing it squeeze right now it's up to 3.65 absolutely wild price action today up almost 65 cents on the day alone js you keep waving what's going on okay anecdotally for these d guys guys okay i you know i they brought the question was brought up you know um People who have their dusk staked right now and haven't claimed it, it's like it's a pride thing. It's like, oh, big number go up. I'm still not claiming it. Like this for them, their time horizon is not dust here. They're not thinking dust at 364. They're thinking at dust 364 is in $364, right? So I don't think they're going to click claim anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the one thing to consider is that amount of dust staked. I wish it was easier to actually see like unclaimed dust and what that looks like because that could give some better insights into the trading on it and when people actually do claim that and make moves on it. But what's going on, Sweeper? Yeah, I think what we're going to run into soon is dust is going to run up so much because of all the you know pressures on it and people thinking this, even myself, I got a little tricked thinking this Binance article means they're going to list it on Binance. And then I saw that they do that for almost all the uh, 
tokens just to you know draw some more attention to Binance. But uh, what happens when dust is six dollars, seven dollars? You're starting to get to like crazy levels of uh, price for an NFT. And you mean you're gonna have like a three thousand dollar NFT mint if we if it goes parabolic? I think what a lot of people did, you know. I'm a bit guilty of this myself. I bought dust before for the application and then I saw it run to like three and I was like, all right, let me take this like free money, move on and like buy it lower. But it kept on going up and I'm probably going to have to buy more like four just to, you know, have enough to mint. So people are going to have to deal with that because you're not getting any pullback in this chart. I'm going to be curious to see what Frank does. Like what is the timeline for the dust mint? If you're on useless, like how long do you have? Do you have like an hour, two hours? And then they said they're going to go further down the list. It's, you know, super interesting. I think that this mint will be so many, you know, different situations can go down. And then I'm curious if Manny knows, is uh, Tayo minting like directly after this? Or did they fumble that bag as well? Let's hear it, Manny. I'll go ahead and uh, fumble recovery that and take you down to this place we call touchdown town. But uh, what's it called? Yeah, they're figuring that out. I I don't know what they're doing, but I don't want to comment on that for them. But what I did want to mention was one of the biggest things is, is right. It takes it. D gods go up in price to dead them 3% every single day. Now imagine the buying pressure that you put on dead gods to mint their Ute. If the mint price of a Ute goes up every day. Right. So that's a thing that they've already shown that they can do. And it's going to be really not that hard to implement. And that's going to put even more buying pressure on dust. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we're not talking about is if a mechanic like that exists, it doesn't matter like who has how much dust. Like some people might just not be able to mint these. I think that's something that a lot of people are seriously underrating at the moment. We're now up to a 45 sold price for this. Uh, it's like $1,300 to mint. We're almost getting near like the one ETH range. And understanding that there's a lot of ETH interest in this, that's not a cheap mint at all. Uh, especially with this kind of free mint meta cycling over there and some of this cheaper mint kickoff. That's, uh, that's something I'm starting to look at myself. I'm just happy I personally aped in at like 1.69 and I'm still holding that 375 because I would be pissed if I was in sweeper shoes chasing at this point, especially with the potential squeeze. If it does anything like ApeCoin, we could see that over four. Looking at the chart, man, this thing is uh, it shows a little bit of resistance at 583, but that's, that's a hoop dream at this point. I don't know if we get up that high. We need some insane buy pressure. It, dude, this is crazy. Like We haven't seen a situation like this uh, on Soul yet. So this is kind of a, a first time. It's tough to compare it to anything on ETH. Man, uh, I don't know how others are feeling on it, but what's going on, Redbeard? Yo, yo. Yo, Manny, bro, I want to go to Touchdown Town, bro. Take me there, dude. That sounds lit as fuck, man. But um, I, I was, I was going to comment on what Frank said yesterday. Uh, he was saying for people who don't have enough dust – there's going to be like, it's going to pass over to other qualified people. So I I really feel like they haven't even started. I don't know. It's really impressive, but I feel like they haven't even started pulling out like the big, big cards yet on like what can really be the catalyst there. So it's going to be exciting to see for sure. Touchdown town. Let's go. (laughs) It's all about touchdown town. My friends, you're not wrong. Uh, Let's uh, let's pass it over to Tom. Tom, what's going on? 
Yeah, I think we'll see some interesting stuff. But with the delays, too, I keep thinking to myself, like, if I was in their shoes, what, you know, what would be one of the reasons I would have delayed? I, I don't think as, as much as it was talked about in Alex's space yesterday, I think it was good for price movement on D-Gods and Dust and everything. I don't think that was the plan to, like, coax people into thinking that they were supposed to be this and then they're going to delay it. Um, but I do think it will be interesting to see at some point the other shoe has to drop here. Um, and I think knowing what we know about them, they have to have something planned with all this time. It seems like it's very planned out the days, you know, right in a row releasing this stuff. Um, it, it's going to be a gamble because we just don't know enough about it. I think there's definitely going to be money made and money lost in um, some predictions going there. People are already starting the youth flipping D gods narrative. Um, it, it's going to be, something that we've never seen before. So usually that means there's a lot of money to be made if you, if you choose the right side of that fence. No, and I just think a lot to the people who are kind of aping here, even are going to have to buy on mint day. It's uh, you better hope that soul is sitting pretty and youths do get over a hundred because that, that cost basis becomes a little bit more difficult, you know? And uh, right now we're seeing just wild, wild price action on the token. After yesterday's D God, dead God pump, I think we saw almost 600, on the floor price, a uh, nice little 150 soul run up is just nuts in this market. Like that's absurd to me. And uh, from that, you can almost figure out that the SPL token itself with dust was lagging a little bit. And now it seems like that's playing catch up or even leading compared to that floor price as volume has slowed on D God slightly. Frisk, what's going on? And I guess I never really considered like the fact that some people who literally can't afford to mint, I always figured that like, you know, if you get on mute list, like you'd be dumb not to mint. But I guess it's a little insensitive to think that like some people literally just can't afford it, which is a crazy thought because that transpires so many other things. Because everyone's been like, oh, hey, you know, there's not enough wallets that have enough dust to mint mute. And it's like, well, maybe some of them literally just can't afford it. Like they just, they, they don't have the money to like, to do it. In which case, does that do anything to the buy sell pressure? Does that, does that affect anything at all? And like, I, I know everyone, all of us have the same story here of, of going like, damn, I wish I bought more dust. I wish I bought more dust. Like I have... And each friend right now who literally is waiting on a youthless acceptance. And he said to me, he's telling me like for the past two weeks, like, yeah, I got to buy dust. I got to buy dust. And I'm like, dude, what are you waiting for? Like, it's literally gone up 2x since he said, since he was talking about it. And so with so many catalysts that are coming up for like, like D gods and youths, and we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. And I know that like Frank will talk, we'll, we'll, we'll push back on any of this stuff about how, you know, there's an announcement coming up the day after Utes. There's the narrative that Utes could flip D-Gods. I don't know how much people believe that. There's the fact that D-Gods just had a 100 soul run up and that there is there is potential for a pullback, whether people want to admit it or not. There really is. Um, or, it, like, the announcement could keep it stable. There's so many things that are coming into play here that, like, PSA, take profits where you can. But also, for anyone trying to, like, get entries into any of these things, there's no way of telling which what what is the best part to like like set into like easy i know you just you you sold off pretty much all of your dust besides your youth mint right and so like but you also acknowledge the fact that this could also go much much higher there is no telling of what where, where this where, where it's going to go because there's so many catalysts for both the negative and the positive of this no that's exactly kind of my mentality and i'm always one that's totally fine taking profit i've been tweeting it and saying it especially in this market like any green trade is significantly better than the slightest red. Like if your balance is going up and continually making trades that end up even 0.1, 0.2 in the profit, that's more than taking a red hit. And 
for me, I've lost a bunch of money before. I'm totally okay recognizing profit early and often. And that's something that looking at these charts, I don't have that FOMO anymore because it's like, if it does pump, good to the people buying. My youth's covered. I'm sitting pretty. I have no reservations dumping my, my dust when it was 310, 308, that area. Sure, I left money on the table. You're not going to time the top every time. Call me a bozo. Is what it is. I can always re-enter if I really want to, but I'm still waiting on a catalyst besides Utes at this point. I want to pass it over to Ray. Ray, what's going on? How, like, uh, is that a fact that tomorrow is the last day to buy dust? Like, if, if you don't have it, you can't mint? Or is that just a rumor? I don't think that's been confirmed yet. It seems like that's been the rumor running around. And it seems like some people have said that, but we haven't seen anything from the official pages yet. So until we do, it's a little bit harder for me to be like, yeah, tomorrow's got to be the last day. There's also speculation that there's going to be early mints for dead gods on Wednesday, scholarships Thursday, and then the open pool on Friday. A lot of speculation in the market right now. And usually speculation tends to be wrong. We'll see what happens with it for sure. But uh, it, it's tough to say. If tomorrow is that cutoff and they make an announcement on it, I think we do see a, a little bit bigger of a kick down. We'll see what that volume looks like and how many people are actually exiting that dust position. I want to pass down to Matic. Matic, you've had your hand up for a while. I apologize. Didn't notice it at first. What's going on? It's not a problem at all. Thank you. Um, so thank you all for having me. I appreciate the space you're doing. So I'm super excited for the Youth Mint. Um, I'm still waiting to get whitelisted, but... If I won't get accepted, I'll just buy it on secondary marketplace. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Finger crossed. Let's hope that Frank is listening. Um, so from the other spaces, what I've heard is that Frank has some hidden cards in his sleeves, like uh, for all the applicants who applied and weren't or weren't, will not get accepted, um, there might be some hidden future for us, you know? So super excited to see what's cooking. Um, that might be just a rumor, but yeah. What do you think about that? That would be crazy. It also would be interesting. I mean, there's 40,000 applicants, I believe, is the number that we're kind of rounding to at the moment. That alone is just absolutely insane. I'm still curious if Wayne Rooney actually filled out an application or if uh, his assistant just got a Utes whitelist. guess we'll see what happens with it. Uh, there's a few be, others on there too. It could be speculation, but I think it might refer to the um, 500 and some are um, dead gods that got burnt on the 33 bitch, um, on the bitch tax, I think. Um, some of it is a 500 out of circulation at the moment that still have one, um, that have still got like access to Ute list. Um, also, as well, um, I'd like to see Thierry Henry get it really rather than Ryan Rooney. But oh man, <laughs> if we're gonna just start tossing names, I was hyped to see Alan Iverson uh, get a spot, but I can promise you that man has zero idea what Solana is. So it's a little interesting to see some of these names. I'm not mad about it, though. Continue to pump that Utes list. I know a lot of people are hyped. I want to pass it over to Distant, and then we'll hit JS and Blair. Distant, what's going on? Yeah, I wanted to go back to whether or not Utes can flip D-Gods. I, I think it is going to flip D-Gods. I think Utes are bringing in a lot of eyes who have money on the sideline of crypto before even coming here, and they're waiting for one that people are talking about a lot to potentially jump in. So I think you're definitely going to see money come there. But then, for, I mean, look at what the D-Gods team did with D-Gods. They built a community that everyone wanted to be a part of. They're going to do it again. And I think that includes D-Gods holders who think that they might not sell, uh, even if they're only holding one, uh, will really consider being able to say, wait, I can get a bag of Utes for my D-God. I'm going to sell it now. Uh, and also with the roadmap of dust coming out, you're going to give them you're going to give people who have exposure to Frank two new avenues with the roadmap for dust 
uh, and Utes minting. And then the last roadmap with D gods, they're going to say, listen, here's the, the amazing reason why you should stick around. Uh, but no, I, I definitely think Utes can flip D gods for at least the first week. Dude, that means that you got to watch Utes come out the gates, probably 450 to 500 range. And that's still a hundred soul pullback, give or take. I'm not going to say I believe in that because uh, it's still a much larger supply. No. We're looking at about 15 K and it's net new. I can tell you with confidence too, in this market, the number of people that are paper handling it and the tweets of people just bitching and moaning on the timeline is going to be an all time high. Luckily I've committed to never selling my Ute and I'm also terrified because I would love to floor it. And I know I would love to floor it. So I'll be bag holding it happily. Uh, thank God my cost basis is zero and we'll see how it plays out. Yes. What's going on? Yeah, back to the 500 D-Gods that got burnt from the paper hand bitch tax. You know, been seeing some rumors that those will eventually be uh, opened up, unlocked, brought back from the dead, and auctioned off in dust. Um, again, pure speculation. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on here. But that seems to be the rumor that I'm hearing from quite a few people. Um, again, no one from the D-God team, so cannot confirm that. But, you know, it does make some logical sense. Like, those 500, they're fucking clean, obviously. Um, and I, I think that also puts a net buying pressure on dust. Um, I, I really think, you know, usually we say kind of sell, you know, sell into the news. Um, and that's, you know, always a pretty reliable strategy. This is one of those times where myself, who's usually pretty conservative, is considering holding through. Obviously, never put in what you can't lose. But, um, you know, lots of things to consider here. Yeah. And I just got a message that there's about three million stake dust. Uh, so that alone is just insane. Like right now, we're just going to look at almost 10 mil in, in USD value that is potentially able to be dumped on the market. That could have a price impact. I think there's just a lot of speculation. I'm excited for whatever those announcements might be. But Blair, what's happening? Hey, easy. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on here. Just like on the note of dust there, like I think I haven't heard anyone mention it. But like the circulating supply is only like, I think around like 20 million or something and like 9 million. It's locked up in the DDAO treasury, um, and the 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 uh, the Utes mint is going to take about five. I think it's between five and six million dust off the market. So like it's going to be around like thirty five percent of like the circulating supply. And then I don't know, just because of the hype around, I I don't I don't see why people wouldn't be like buying, just wanting to buy into just dust because it's a cheaper way of them getting a piece of what's going to be going on here. Because a lot of people, like you said, aren't going to be able to afford to mint one of these in the first place so i don't know i think just because of the the supply squeeze that's going on we could run a lot higher here but that's basically all i had to say no i think a lot of people are waiting for the supply squeeze we'll see what shapes up with it frisk what's happening so two things one i'm realizing now that dust is uh getting so high that Utes is going to be almost about a one eat mint which is absolutely hilarious uh when i put into context i couldn't fucking believe it um but the second thing i don't know if we've spoken about this yet are we I love the D God team. They, they, I, I know them all personally, and they're they're great people. But I mean this from the bottom of my heart. There is thirteen hundred lists public accept, acceptances at the moment. Mint is, Mint is Friday. Manny, I think you mentioned today. If we did the math based on the way that they're being rolled out, it should, Mint should have been in twenty five days. Uh, is anyone else not even the slightest bit worried that the team, which is known for delaying, is is it still has another about two thousand uh, uh, people to to like roll out with this? Or is it just me? 
Yeah, I mean, timeline-wise, it's looking like they're not going to be able to announce all of the winners of the scholarship going into the scholarship mint. Uh, looking at the quick math, we need a few more days on it. So I guess we'll see what happens with it. Uh, they're notorious for the delays. Like I said, though, dude, a delay is just going to pump this damn coin even more. I loved Shillin's tweet earlier today about how Solana was called poor for so long that now ETH is saying they can't afford to mint this. And uh, that's just absolutely comical because you are starting to see a lot of things with it uh, where a one ETH mint is crazy to anybody, but they've stuck with the price. I'm curious to see how it shapes up going into mint. We could see that squeeze. Shout out all the people who got in early. I know Dust even like three weeks ago was sub a dollar. It's just crazy, crazy price action. But Tom, what's happening? Yeah, I got two things. The first thing is it's been absolutely hilarious listening to you talk about how bullish you are on Utes and then hearing the the back of your voice say that you can't sell because you've made this public commitment. It is fantastic to hear you say it. It's it's awesome. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things I've noticed with this, um, you know, obviously the comparisons with Bored Apes and, and whatnot, they didn't get the celebrity people in until afterwards. And then mutants get released and there, you know, you have the Steph Curry commercials and things like that. I think this way of branding and marketing is super unique. They're, they're getting that in there now pre-mint. Um, and that's where I think, I do think that it has this, you know, ceiling potential that we can't even imagine right now because they're doing it in like the reverse order that we've seen from, you know, ETH mints that are getting people on. Um, and it kind of puts them in the spot rather than saying, oh, they just dropped 150K on this after it pumps. That's easier for them to do than to, you know, hold on to it now. And do we really think those people are going to flip for 40, 50 soul? I mean, they're in a different, you know, area code when it comes to bank accounts for us. So it's going to be super interesting to see, but I thought it was really clever. And, you know, I, I do have huge lists, so I don't want to sound too biased, but, um, you know, I hope it works out. <laughs> Tom, if, if, if easy means some mythic here and it runs up to 200, man, floor, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. tell you what, we're going to have a lot of sp funny spaces for the next four weeks. I tell you, I can't wait. Dude, yeah. you're going to hear me just bitching about my bags <laughs> for so long. About and... the most obvious hype pump that we've ever seen. You know, the pullback's coming. <laughs> I'll be the only one sitting up here like, God damn it, I meant a rare. This is garbage. Like, dude, just give most common ones so that I can feel better about it. Like, I'm I'm already stressing over it. Uh, I'm happy I'm going to be away from my computer for a few days because I, I won't be able to look at it. Like, I, I physically can't. I'll be sick. PH, what's happening? We're going to pass up the fast. Hey, um, what's good? I just wanted to comment on some of the stuff in regards to the Yeet list. Um, Frank did say in the space, I think it was yesterday, that um people you listed they're gonna have like a twenty four hour time frame to mint, and then the cool thing that he also said was they'll actually be able to mint on the um scholarship website, which would be a good addition. And he did comment on the Dow pool being on the Friday, and then in terms of like the speculation that we will have uh Dead Gods Wednesday, scholarships Thursday, and then Dow pool Friday was that um I think Frank said in a space a while back that. The way D Goods was like built out in terms of like the minting, it was kind of done in phases and it helped them build like a very strong foundation for a community. And then he did hint at potentially doing the same thing for you. So I do think that it's definitely a possibility having it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday because I do think that it makes sense. And um, yeah, that was my take on it. And also, he also said about the dust price that we speculated increasing, he did comment and say that Dead Goods. Um, post friday could see an increase in dust to mint their ute after that time frame 
because he did say he wants to get as many of them into the community as soon as possible. So then I was also speculating a potential incentive for them to want him in on that Wednesday. But yeah, that's just what um, Frank said in the spaces. No, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm sure that there's a lot more theory into it that's going to be happening with it and kind of how it shapes up. But Fast, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Easy? It's Fast. Um, nice to meet you. Um, thanks for respecting the hand. Yeah, no, bro, I think this is fucking crazy, man. Like, I'm, I'm actually, like, so fucking pumped because, like, this dust shit is just, like, getting started. And I think that um, I don't, you know, not financial advice, but I don't think we see, like, a fucking major dump here afterwards because, you know, they're taking so much dust out of the ecosystem um, and, like, they're not dumping it themselves. So I, I just feel like um, it's, like, a good correction. Um, I also you know, wonder if their trait marketplace for Utes will be like in dust. I mean, we see tons of people doing auctions. Everybody's kind of like seeing dust as like the coin of, of Solana right now. And yeah, I just don't think that, um, I just don't think it's going to stop as well as like with so many new eyes coming in and, and looking from the ETH side and other chains as well. You know, the people that do miss um, Utes, I feel like it's going to be great for Solana because they're going to be looking for, uh, those kind of same leaders to step up and have a voice kind of like Frank. I mean, I don't think anybody could really replace Frank. He's a fucking genius, but um, I think that they'll look for other projects and, and I think it'll bring a lot of uh, liquidity to the ecosystem. Um, the one thing I am fucking worried about, and I, I don't know what the, you know, precautions might be, but I already know there's going to be these fucking dog shit projects that come out on, on like the days after Utes releases where they're like low quality fucking, you know, low quality fucking derives. And I, I wish that Magic Eden would like step up or, or something like, you know, take a, an initiative to like not list them or anything, because I, I just feel like you know what's going to happen. None of these fucking projects that are like this or that, that piggyback off of it will, will be around for the long haul. And I think it's going to be like very toxic for the ecosystem to try to get people to like make these small profits off of the hype of Utes and just like playing off that. So until I think we see some sort of like a fix for that, I, I, you know, that worries me. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. We've already started to see a couple derivs off of the early artwork that have hit the secondary market. The other thing that I'm interested to see is what the next project is that's going to use the scholarship method because I don't, I just don't think anything is going to live up to what we've seen so far with Utes. And it's an awesome tool in tech, but my now curiosity is if it doesn't have that same level of hype, it could be a letdown. Uh, if you're not getting the same type of engagement, you're not getting the same type of applicants could actually be a drawdown on a project or a collection if they don't get like garner the same amount of interest. So there's a lot of things that I'm looking at past Utes where the ecosystem needs additional legs to continue this kind of bull market rally we're seeing right now. It could be a bull trap all in all. Like we're seeing massive upticks in volume. We're seeing a whole bunch of action right now, but it is starting to make me think we're in like a, a bull trap territory because macro conditions are garbage. We did see the S&P last night, minus one and a half percent on futures. And for those from equities, that's a damn bloodbath at the moment. Uh, we haven't seen that since COVID, and uh, it's never really a good sign. But Manny, you've had your hand up. What's happening? Yeah, I think we're like we're all super bullish on dust and D gods. But one of the biggest thing is is like there's like several other projects that exist. Like these are all projects that I don't, but I'm looking to get in this like dump on Thursday or Wednesday. I'm looking at Stone Dape Crew, Cats, SMBs, Nuke Dapes, uh, Balloonsville, like. 
there's okay bears i'm still looking at those trip and ape tribe like ghost kids like these are all things that famous foxes too like these are all things that are gonna take a massive hit and like d gods have had these as pfps and if they do decide to floor their youths like money's gonna go somewhere right it's not gonna go completely out of the ecosystem so it's definitely one of those blocksmith labs too right like man talk about them like ultimate sleeper like there's going to be some absolute deals on Wednesday, Thursday. And I think that we're totally sleeping on that part. No, for sure. And I think that's a key thing to look at as people try to get liquidity to buy Utes. I also think going into next week as liquidity and people are taking profits on Utes, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to play some of these other collections that are gaining some traction and some hype from uh, across the Solana ecosystem. We are seeing a nice little uptick. And I think people who wait for announcements following Utes could see that catalyst and actually drive volume to their own collections. A lot of it right now is timing and how projects manage that timing and roll into that. And Blair, I don't know if you had something there. You came off mute. I apologize. Nope. All right. Fast. What's happening? Then we're going to go to Tom. Do you think that the network is going to stay online on, on midday? Because I just feel like... Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't even think Magic Eden will be usable for like a long time. I think the botters will traditionally like win... Yeah, we saw an HG tweet about a pseudo swap competitor take down Magic Eden for almost two hours today. And that was just a run up from five to eight. So that alone is a concern for me. Uh, if we start to see crazy volume and these open up and just start flying, I think you're going to see a lot of sniping tools get traction here over the next few days. We've already seen things like Rarity trading back up towards 15. I don't hold any sniping tools, by the way, but we have been watching a lot of that market action. And a lot of them are gaining legs here and getting a ton of secondary buys. Because it seems like those may be the only opportunity for people to get those those earlier entries. It'll be it'll be pretty crazy uh, if Magic Eden stays up. I think that's a huge win for the marketplace, especially during this time. I hope they're being conscious of it, and I hope they're kind of prepping some things here to try to maintain that uptime and availability. It's going to be tougher for the Solana network, especially if it dips under like 1K TPS. It's just going to be a bloodbath for people who do manage to list as their uh, their NFTs get swept pretty quickly. But Tom, what's happening? Yeah, I don't remember exactly the time frame for OK Bears. Like, it, I feel like it was like a week or two, but in this space, everything moves so fast. It feels like, like time is weird. I'm very curious to see how long Ute stays on that path of pumping or, you know, fluctuating up and down. And I think that'll have a direct impact on, on what Manny's talking about. Um, it, it'll be very interesting to see because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, everyone was talking about how we were dead in the water. And then we, you know, uh, busted over 40 for soul and then it went back down and nfts are dead and crypto's dead and all this stuff i assume we'll see some sort of that sentiment go again when people see you know big red numbers in their bags um, i just don't know how long that this hype will last it seems to have some sort of of plan but i think if you're not thinking a couple steps ahead um, when the market's dead like that is when i've made most of my money it being able to take advantage of stuff that you know with how fast things move it's just not going to last and i think easy you and i have talked about this privately and on the space before run up to christmas is something that i'm trying to plan for right now um, and i think we may see a, a dead lull here come you know the beginning of the holiday season fall could be a little weird um, but then coming into the christmas time and then people start thinking about taxes and stuff like that um, I, I think we're going to see a really weird cycle change for this bear versus what we've seen the last couple of years. 100%. And a lot of people say sell in May, go away. We're now winding down that summer session. And from an equity standpoint, you usually get a, a somewhat bloody September as people continue to exit before a pump in October. 
I don't know if we're going to see the same here because it seems like it's shaping up for a volume surge in September. But after that, man, if there's no catalysts or like driving factor, we may dip back into that 30K range. And I know I myself was shook watching 31K volume on a 24-hour period. I was sitting here looking at my bags like, holy shit, these are actually going to zero. And then 24 hours later, they pumped up to 100K volume. I'm like, oh, let's go. Exit liquidity. And I was uh, pretty gassed myself to get out of some of those, get back into some soul positions and start being a little bit of a, a degenerate on some of these other plays to make a little bit of capital. Manny, what's happening? We're going to pass it up to uh, Bruce. Yeah, the thing is, is you can rent these tools, right? Like you can rent these like soul sniping tools or whatever. You don't have to buy them. You can rent them. I don't know where to because I don't use them, but I know that you can. Somebody said that sometime. No, I know Utter Chaos has a massive rental marketplace. I also noticed that uh, NodeMonkey just released their rental marketplace. So if you are looking for those, there's opportunities to get into that for a cheaper cost than minting outright or buying outright. And I do think we also see a kick in those volumes. Uh, I think Utter Chaos has been doing a great job with their rental marketplace. They tend to get uh, instant buys on the rentals. Their floor price doesn't reflect it. I don't hold any. I know that that's still a pretty damn cool idea because you are getting a lot of things and people that are using their resources here to try to make traction and make these trade opportunities a little bit better. But uh, Bruce, what's going on? Yo, what's going on? Um, I wanted to say something else, but you caught my attention uh, talking about volume coming in October. Uh, it's an important thing to keep in mind. Most people that have deferred their taxes in the U.S., uh, they become due in October. So watch for weird volume happening there. Um, people trying to take profit, whatever. Uh, always, always a questionable time. Also, um, if you're looking at any other projects and you're waiting to rotate after you, uh, I would suggest doing it now. You'd be better to be in position because everybody is taking uh, losses or selling for lower amounts, trying to free up liquidity uh, in hopes of getting into the Utes play. But it might be a better uh, use of time and funds to look into making some purchases now and, and playing it in that direction. Now, I like that call out. It's usually better to be in an entry rather than wait for an entry sometimes. You're not always going to time the bottom. You're not always going to time the top. So finding that entry, finding that why is probably the biggest thing. I did bring Manny up here. I know Cardinal Labs has an entire rental marketplace. Wanted to toss over to him as well because I uh, kind of housed him a little bit, not mentioning it. Manny, what's going on? You savage. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I guess just to answer that question real fast, yeah, you can just go on Cardinal and you can rent out those things. Much cheaper than spending 15 soul, right? Um, and, and you could do any uh, sniper tool or whatever. Uh, but I wanted to comment on uh, the, the the Utes Mint. Um, I I have always been like, okay, after, after this whole Mint happens, and I, I know you guys have talked to this before, but after this whole Mint happens... Um, besides the trait marketplace, like, is that enough demand for the dust token? Um, it's it's kind of unfair that I'm asking because uh, I, I'm involved somehow in this mint in the back end. So I kind of see what they want to do. But even if like, I, I'd love to see what you guys think, um, if that's enough demand for that token. Um, I, I know there's a little bit more because I'm kind of involved in the back end. But even if, like, uh, it's just a general question. It, it depends entirely, in my opinion, whether you can use Sol in the in the rent in the um, attribute market as well. Because if you can use Sol as as a payment, and then obviously you're not re you know you're not relying on dust. Um, so yeah, there'll, there'll be obviously a lot more demand for the token if it's the only form of currency in that marketplace. 
I also think like what why like okay after the first couple of weeks that people just start messing around with them traits like okay wh- what about after that like it's eventually I'm gonna get tired or just like I don't I don't want to switch my PFP anymore right like what happens after that and I assume everyone gets there at some point. No, 100%. And some people are tagging me as well, saying that Frank said the other day that they're scrapping the trade thing. I'm not too sure the legitimacy of it. Uh, but just to kind of play into that, if it's minted in dust and say you get somebody like John Lay launching a trade day one, that could sustain buy pressure. Um, it, it'll be interesting, though, because there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I think the bigger thing here is what a lot of people are speculating on when it comes to how dust can sustain volume after this mint, especially because every mint here is going to be done in dust. So that alone is taking a massive sum of it out of the ecosystem and actually now allowing for some other things that may play into it. Um, Yeah, so a lot of people are saying that they are scrapping that in spaces. Frank had said it. So if they are, I'm now even a little bit more concerned for that dust price action if there isn't going to be a major catalyst the day after. Uh, I still think we see a dip on it, but I like the trade idea. Um, We'll see what happens if they do sustain that, if they do keep it. All in all, though, man, I think right now it's just shaping up for all kinds of crazy opportunities for trading at the moment. Even just taking a look at Magic Eden, we have dipped back under 100K total volume in a 24-hour period. I did want to kind of pivot the conversation. We focused a lot on Dust, a lot on Utes, a lot on D-Gods. Seems like that's going to be the talk of this week going into Friday. I'm curious what people's thoughts are on ABC. I do hold a variety of these myself. But thinking about the pseudo-swap situation with Hades Swap, we have started to see an uptick in pseudo-swap. It's the number two marketplace on ETH. This plays right into the 0% royalty conversation. Do we end up seeing more of that? Do we end up seeing this marketplace start to get traction? Or is it just going to be another way that liquidity can enter the system? Especially because now people can floor their NFTs for instant liquidity. I want to pass it over to Frisk. Frisk, what's going on? So I think, Izzy, maybe you and I have spoken about this a little bit before. But um, I, I am a big fan of PseudoSwap. I've, done, I've, I've used their platform before, like on the set of things. Uh, it's ridiculously cool. I love it so much. And I, I, and I think the possibilities for it are incredible. There's a great video. I'm going to show someone here. There's a great video by a YouTuber named uh, Giancarlo Show. If you guys know him, he explains like the whole thing on Pseudoswap top to bottom. He talks about like um, the way that you can make pools for trait floors and the way that you can like literally uh, like provide liquidity for collections and that kind of thing. The issue obviously is that it does negate the royalty situation, but um, tying into that, I really don't want to get into a royalty discussion, but I know it's going down this path. Um, maybe you guys know X2Y2. It's that one marketplace that does like a decent amount of volume on ETH. They recently just did the same thing that Solana and Yaw are doing right now. And they've actually been doing more volume on big collections than OpenSea. So there were more, there were more sales in the last 24 hours for Clonex, Bored Apes, Moonbirds, and Doodles on X2Y2 than over on OpenSea, even with OpenSea doing 10x the volume that they do. And so... This ties into a lot of questions in regards to we have these tools now, which are providing tons of liquidity and tons of opportunities for traders and to like to to make to provide tons of liquidity for NFT assets, but it negates the opportunity for creators to make their royalties back. And so I know there's a lot of moral and ethical questions that go into that, but I would love to hear some thoughts in regards to whether they think that something like this is pushing the space forward or pushing the space backwards, because I think technology is really helpful. But I think that we're all on the same page here where we don't, I mean, most of us are on the same page where we don't think royalties are a bad thing. No, the royalty discussion tends to get a lot of people worked up, uh, myself included. I'm pro royalties, but I think something like this is bullish for the overall ecosystem. 
because you have the ability to get instant liquidity, it lets that liquidity cycle more. And coming from like DeFi and those aspects, and even like people are seeing with SPL tokens now, you're able to get out of a position immediately. Sure, there's a price impact on it, but it eliminates that fear of bag holding because you know that you can leave at any point and still get something that's more than zero for it. I'm more curious to see how it rolls out. I think something like PseudoSwap is great because sure, people call it a marketplace, but it's more a liquidity provider. We now have an opportunity to stake NFTs in the underlying currency, gain a kickback and a royalty percentage, but then be able to also make trades on it, get instant liquidity. And if you want liquidity, it's usually for another play. <clears throat> so thinking from like that perspective, there's there's a couple different avenues. I'm sorry for his guess on that. Well, just real quick, they do provide liquidity, but they also have um, like an OTC marketplace as well. So they act like as if as famous Fox or something like that, where you can literally trade NFT assets with, uh, in bulk or for ETH or whatever. I think you can even do um, ERC721 tokens as well. Oh, sorry, ERC20 tokens. No, for sure. And uh, shout out Ray, who just shared something with me. It looks like there's still about 1 million dust needed by dead god owners. So that could be unclaimed, could be moved into that. Still a lot of things going into play for how dust could uh, price action be affected here. But just to continue the conversation on this pseudo swap kind of topic, I'll be interested to see if volume starts picking up. I think for higher valued assets, that's exactly where a lot more people go. Because like when we were seeing these D-God sales last night, people are having 40, 45, 50 soul in royalties. And that's a pretty damn big hit. Uh, we saw a few people forget that things were listed on Yaw and Solonart and people find arbitrage opportunities. So if anything, I think the most bullish thing for this is it just provides more trading vehicles for people to find avenues to make trades, which in turn cycles liquidity, keeps volume moving, and has the ecosystem continually cycling. I wanted to pass it over to Sweeper and then we're going to hit Tom, Manny, and Running Man. Sweeper, what's happening? Yeah, I'm. Uh, this ABC trade I feel like was super obvious. I think we talked about it a lot. I mean, it's his collection. He's the founder, creator, even though he said there's nothing behind it. And then we find out earlier, we found out about he was swapping bears out in and out. And people, you know, it looked like he was going to make a marketplace. Now it seems like ABC and Haiti Swap are going to be linked somehow. I think that one thing on Solana for all the marketplaces out there, the biggest trouble they've had with Magic Eden is they can't bring any buyers. They can bring sellers. They can't bring buyers. ABC and Haiti Swap, if they do go that route, already has the buyer. I think the biggest buyer of NFTs, which is HGE, and then his friends coming to buy. So I think it's going to be very interesting to see how Magic Eden, Haiti Swap, how they interact. And I think a lot of the people that use Yaw are probably going to move to Haiti Swap. That was my thought. This is, uh, if anything, this might be the death of Yaw. It may be a black eye for Solonart, which just went 0% royalties just because of the backing that Hadeswap is going to have and the connections that things like OpenDAO and 9x9x9, who is HGE, uh, have ties into the ecosystem. So I think that could draw some volume. I'm a little bit worried if uh, I have Yaw exposure personally. Yeah, and he's going to bring over... The, he could possibly, who knows, but he could possibly bring the ETH guys to Solana to use his platform because you know there's more trust using his platform versus using another like Magic Eden, etc. I think that Magic Eden might have their hands full, right? I mean, this is super interesting. Um, I know Yaw has a lot of uh, like whales that have been like you know support the coin and then they also use the platform, but I mean, this is the first real time we've had a buyer. Like, I, I've said this a lot. Someone should just raise money and basically buy 
NFTs only off their marketplace. And that's kind of what HG has done. So it's going to be very interesting to moving forward to see what he does. Oh, for sure. And I think the bigger thing is the speculation on what ABC's role is going to be in that. He teased something today in a tweet about it. Overall, I'm excited to see where it shapes up. This 0% royalty has just given me a great opportunity to make some flips on ABC. You're only getting hit with the 2% from the marketplace. It's, it's just crazy to think about. I know I did see some DMs from HG in a few group chats saying that he's given a bunch of advice to projects. This is his first project, so now he's going to take his own advice and see what he can build out with it. And now we're starting to see that. So I wanted to pass it over to Manny. Manny, what's going on? Yeah, let me let me stir the pot a little bit. Maybe this will get some people riled up. I, kn I know you guys like your 0% royalties. I think that's pretty cool. But then you could argue that a lot of artists are upset, right? Which is pretty understandable. What if I told you we can make it to where it's impossible to bypass royalties with artists like that? Um, and then if we offered this to Magic Eden to where no one can trade outside of Magic Eden, how would you guys feel? Yeah, I think that's almost inevitable. We've seen Metaplex say that they won't be doing this, but I think projects are going to slowly start to kind of make this a reality. Uh, I know a lot of people here feel strongly about royalties. I think they're just kind of inevitable. But I think the bigger thing is lower royalties. I think the days of 7, 9, 11% are not going to happen anymore. And if anything, those projects are just going to take a massive hit and decline. Projects that are sub 5%, 3%, et cetera, are going to start to get more of that volume and interest because even if it's fixed, it's still a lower percent going back to that trader, a person making the volume, kind of cycling in and out. I want to pass this over to Tom. Tom, what's going on? Yeah, I think um, you know we share the same views on the royalties, uh, and I think it's a bigger issue that we haven't quite scratched the surface of yet. I think royalties is just a piece of the larger puzzle of like what projects are doing with their revenue. I think the average trader doesn't understand what it costs to run a business to to do you know something similar to what D Gods is doing right now. The amount of money that that you need to do that, and if you make a mistake, that's not just oh let's go back and redo it. That's lost revenue. And I think the bigger issue, you know, my entire financial career has been basically based off of going into someone's business and saying, listen, like this is you're bringing in this much money and you're wasting 20, 20, 25, 30 percent of it on this, this and this. And I think they're the good thing about the zero percent royalties is these projects are going to have to find out exactly where their money is going to go into successful and returning revenue. Um, and I think that's a positive, but I don't think we can personally see 0% because of the artist side of things. Um, but I think it's just going to come down to more smart use of, of funds because people are just going to assume it's a cash grab. They're not going to see the money that got wasted down the drain for this idea that they forgot about three weeks later. And I think that is just going to push the space forward. But right now we're in that massive growing pains of, of how do you do that? And I, I think a lot of projects are sitting around talking about where do we get this revenue from if this happens or in the short term. And I think, you know, it's going to have to be very creative. No, I think so as well. I think it's going to be, uh, I think just in general, man, but there's so much change and growth and adjustments happening here. I'm going to look back in a year and Seoul's not going to look anything like it does now, especially with all these kind of changes that are happening uh, almost in real time. I want to pass it over to Running Man, then we're going to hit Paladin and Sweeper. The, the reason why we've got this volume and liquidity problem is because we've just gone through a hard metaphase of projects launching and, and like 10% royalties, 8% royalties. And Magic Eden have basically just you know advertised and listed them and pumped them for the, like, the quick money. When really, they haven't seen the bigger picture that like, they've actually just decimated liquidity out of the system. When you look at look at tripping an eight try, but 10% royalties, literally, you can't even get a text back off tripping ape. Great goats, 8%. 
right, what, what the hell have great goats done? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm minted for a million sol. And, you know, then I'm sitting on 8% royalties with a ton of volume and just can't even, you just can't even get an email back. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, the, the Magic Eden needs to realise if they're going to compete with these, these new, this, this new, new format that's coming, then projects need to be on 4%, 4.5% max, right? And, I mean, you've seen with ABC, the volume has circulated through that collection on zero. I mean, I'm of the mind that projects are actually costing us in the long run over the you know a year or two years now. You know, projects are costing themselves money because sustainably it's a much you know these these projects moon and then just get to zero. You know what I mean? And obviously it's just a grab at the end of the day. Um, so if Magic Eden want to want to compete, can you know compete with it, what the new coming meta is, then they need to start like getting projects to like you know then then listen them at the end of the day. You know they need to come on lower royalties. <laughs> at the end of the day, or, or they're not going to No, absolutely. And I think that was something that Fruits ended up getting a massive kick in volume from was the low royalties, especially on Mint Day. You get a lot of individuals trading, scalping, making quick moves because of that low cost and where they can recognize profits even quicker. So I do think we start to see a lot more of that. I do think it's going to be interesting as we progress through the ecosystem where that royalty number kind of settles on. But Paladin, what's going on? Dude, I cannot get enough of this. All these people saying... Oh, royalties go to artists. Did what? Artists? Like what are you smoking? Did great goats? You think the money goes to the artists? Really? Like honestly, you're telling me that all these royalties go to the artists? No, dude. This was some guy who was probably underpaid, like every other project. They paid him like five k, ten k. Guess what? No royalties. The founders were fucking in Miami driving a Lamborghini, dude. This is not about artists. One out of one artists. They're fine. They can keep the royalties. No one was ever against actual artists keeping royalties. But if you do like a ultra basic generic 10K collection and suck out $2.5 million and then like the project doesn't even do anything. I'm not giving my royalties to those people. They haven't done anything and they most likely will do nothing. Look at D-Gods. There are 600 floor. So much is OTC'd. So much is wasted. They're at a high floor. Look at Solana Monkey Business, high floor, barely any royalties. It's basically a rugged project. Like what? Tayo Robotics, many are staked. They don't make money from royalties. Solport, like the Tom, uh, made over like I think three million dollars of revenue just doing his own thing, like making money for the project because royalties are a perpetual, unsustainable model. And did Manny saying stuff like? What if we do contract with Magic Eden where you can only list on Magic Eden and you can't touch royalties? Dude, what is this boot leaking monopolizer talk like so weird? <laughs> well, the one thing I want to call out on that is uh, the FUD to Miami. If we could keep that to a minimum, that would be great. I do think that in general, though, we're going to like the 0% royalties in these marketplaces is kind of inevitable. I think we're going to still see those options exist. But it was even interesting to see last night. A lot of people were wanting things listed on Magic Eden to support the royalty. So we've also seen Frank mention he's going to lower it from 10. I just don't think even 5% is going to be long-term sustainable. Projects under 5 is going to probably be the, the golden number there. But we'll see how it shapes up. I want to hit Sweeper and then pass it over to Fast to wrap it up. Sweeper, what's going on? Yeah, I think um, just about the royalties. If someone is going to go over the top of uh, of Metaplex and do uh, enact something where you can't trade the token unless it's on Magic Eden, I think you're going to see a lot of pushback from the community, pushback from the team over there. I, I mean, 
if they're not doing anything, they're the ones who made the token and basically have given everything to free to everyone. You know, if they're not going to do anything, don't think anyone else should do anything. It will be very, I think the ecosystem will push back heavily and those who do it, their NFT floors will suffer and no one's going to want to support those projects. Yeah, I think it was crazy to hear Metaplex note that they were not going to do anything. And it's now interesting to see other entities start to come out of the woodworks providing an option for it. And I do think projects are going to utilize that option uh, just because they want to capture that revenue for the business. I know it's not a sustainable revenue model. I know royalties are not guaranteed. So those are always options that you do have to be aware of and consider. But I, I do think that projects rely on them to some extent. And I, I don't think they're terrible for the ecosystem. I just don't think high royalties are very sustainable. But fast, then we're going to hit Paladin. Yeah, so obviously uh, there's like some talk about like great goats and stuff. Um, first of all, I, I just want to say like, uh, well, Running Man, do you know anything about like the project in general? Like, do you actually? Yeah, know yeah, on on on, 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 on I'll, I'll, I'll try to. Okay. For the first what three did, weeks what and, have they and currently and built? Do you, you actually you, know? You, 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 could, you couldn't even get a text back from the team for the first three weeks in Discord. One kid was That's working. That's not at some, true at all. No, no, it was because we had spices fast. There was spices that. You know the team dipped him and out. The, the 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 team just didn't turn up for the first week. That's pretty much why it's gone. Well, they to pretty they much... definitely did, bro. But I I think that like there's something that you Fast. don't realize. Look, that, like, look at the people... money that they've generated. It's the project is sitting at zero, sitting at point seven. It's, it's, yeah, I'm I mean, not I mean, even going to defend is, though, that. Do you define a project by their floor price? Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, when, because, when, because when I, can, I, I think a, a project that's like consistently building and like yeah. working towards there's a lot of projects that have a very low floor price almost every single project is down like 90 percent there's Fast. a very few the, selection the, of projects the, that the, like the, running man let him finish, finish. running man let him finish then let you go Fast. is he going i mean for, for, for what the money that they've generated on the mint and the royalties i could build the death star you know they could they could have built the absolute you know they could have built another face book you know that they've, they've They've got what they've got, like some sort of like e-clothing store that's probably delivered zero merch so far. You know, because, you know, they haven't just haven't, they haven't delivered. You know what I mean? There's nobody wearing Garay Goats merch. So, I mean, I don't know how you're going to defend that. Yeah, I, I just, like, the, the comments that you say just actually make no sense at all because, like, I want you to think of, of projects that are established in the ecosystem right now. Let's even take Tayo, for example. Like, I want you to just see the legal process of, like, doing everything by the books. You see Tom that's been working on this great token for fucking months. He's going through huge legal teams, spending of money, make sure that everything is done by the books. And I think that's something that you don't realize that the legal system moves incredibly slow. Yeah. I mean, Even I'm, dev I'm, work, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking at Liberty. I'm looking at Liberty. Running man, let fast finish. Running man, let fast finish. And then we'll let you go. I want you. I want you to look at the dev teams that are currently in Solana. Devs are like very, very scarce because there's like multiple different sides of Solana, and there's teams that are building uh, crazy different stuff on like another side of Solana payment gateways, uh, uh, doing like the no, no knowledge protocols and like working on that. And, and they're all backed, and they're just pulling mass devs to their projects and paying them, you know, crazy money to get this stuff developed. So, so even in the development process, like. Sure, it's the bear market and people are building, but finding devs and finding teams that are committed to like continue building and shipping projects um, or like, you know, platforms that they're making is like incredibly hard. And and that's just, you know, Solana is down. There's people that don't really want to be here. Devs are not making as much as they were making, you know, a couple months ago. And so I think that you have to realize that like finding stuff takes a, a good amount of time. Like a project is not going to just 
the the very rare project that's going to just fucking moon out the gate and just continue to moon. Like in most cases that won't last. We saw this with, with fruits as well. The, all those people were talking sh- the exact same shit on great goats saying like, Oh, like w- we are so much better than them at this time. And then, you know, a couple weeks passed and they literally dropped 90% as well. So I think that like judging a project in a bear market is like just not the right play. Well, compare it to Liberty square that minted way after you okay. for, point, for point eight. On a 4% royalty, right? And I'm delivering the best quality merch. That's probably on Solana. And I'm delivering skateboards. They've got probably one of the best galvanized communities in the space. And then you compare that project to Great Goats. You're telling me that Great Goats isn't a grub. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, where's the funds gone for Great Goats? Has it been reinvested back into the project? What are they building? You know, they've got basically some sort of like basic e-commerce st- store. that like, You could probably hire a website designer $1,000 to build. So I understand that there's going to be a back and forth on goats here, probably until tomorrow. So we're not going to focus the rest of the content on that. I want to hit Paladin real quick and then Manny and wrap it up. Paladin, what's going on? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, whoever uses the argument that artists deserve royalties, dude, I dare you to go and exchange art right now and buy anything, anything from an actual artist. One sold, two sold, five sold, ten sold. Will you do it? Oh, no, you won't because it doesn't have guaranteed profit. Boo-hoo. Like, but the money goes to the artist. Like, isn't that what the people want? And another thing which I wanted to mention that, dude, I've been waiting, like, so long to talk about this, dude. Shrimps. Shrimps. 0.5 soul mint. They started DMing people on Twitter, like, two months ago. Dude, they minted, like, yesterday or two days ago for 0.5 soul. And they already have merch. Like, you can go on their website, you can order merch, and it will most likely be delivered by the end of this week or next week. And I think next week we get holders merch. Dude, like, they thought about it before even taking any money. They have merch, 0.5 soul. Like, dude, all these projects which just drain so much money and then, like, people have the audacity to, like, talk about royalties. Dude, like, I don't know. Like shrimps. Uh, thanks for thanks for firing the shrimps that's alpha. Just, that, that's a terrible fucking mindset, though. You like contradict yourself because like you like you talk about D gods, but look how long it took for D gods to make merch, and they're doing great. They're a great project. So I don't think that it means that a project has to have their merch ready before they even launch their project. And I'm not saying we count any project out here. I do think there's a lot of things to compare. I do want to give Paladin a shout-out, though. He did bring up Shrimps last week before it minted, gave some alpha. We love the alpha. It's always valued. Paladin, real quick, what's going on? And I want to have Manny wrap it up. We're past time. What's going on? Yeah, I just want to say that, yeah, D-Gods, like, however long it took them to make merch or whatever, they also had an art upgrade, which took time, and they had many other things which were in the works, and... Like, D-Gods aren't a perfect project. There most likely isn't a perfect project or there won't be. But to see that a project made merch and, like, you can purchase it two days post-mint, I think that's huge. And, like, they didn't even, like, make any money before even, like, thinking about, like, making merch and all that. I think the conversation here is that it does take all projects time to kind of get to where they're going to go eventually. I don't think that we're going to just continue to sit here and beat the shit out of every project that's taken a kick. No, I've I've always heard like Paladin, like FUD. Paladin, I just want you to build one thing and then I guarantee your mindset will just change. Like, Like just build one thing in the ecosystem and I guarantee you like you will change your mindset. 
And I'm sure I do agree with that. It does take a different level from people building shit up, but I don't think we need to hone in on it for the rest of the show. Manny, what's happening? Yeah, I was just going to tell Running Man Fast and Paladin to kiss each other. That was it. Yeah, honestly, that's probably the best way to end today's show. We'll pull back up tomorrow for another episode of Solana Made Easy. Shout out all the lovely speakers. Shout out everyone who joined us today. We're back again at 5 p.m. tomorrow. We'll catch you then.